Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm Narica de la Cruz. I'm Amy Lopez. Amy, how are you today? I'm doing okay. You, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, trying to keep my head above water. Same here. <laughs> One day at a time. It's been a it's been very much a frequency line of my of my moods and my life uh-huh. this past week. Uh-huh. It's a up and down, but hey, still going. I haven't flatlined. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Well, I have to tell you that as women, we have to support each other. And it is uh, Women's History Month. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit about the women who have inspired us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that you have a do right and you have some emails or something that you want to read. Yes. Tell us. So. As you guys know, we love to hear from you guys. You guys can, again, we encourage it. Email us, frequency at gmail.com or reach us through any of the social media platforms that we have. We love to hear from you. Um, I did want to give a shout out to Lainey Yu. I know we spoke on social media and I wanted to let everyone know, you know, this is one of the suggestions that came up and we've received a lot. But of more women topics, girl talk, being home, cooking, quick meals, crockpot meals, Mm. we've received it all. And we promise, we promise we're going to get to all of it um, because we just love to talk. Yes. (laughs) Well, we (laughs) like to sip on coffee or drinks and just have a conversation. Yep. And, you know, we just want to say thank you for everyone who constantly engages. We reply to everyone. So let us know what you guys want to talk about. If you just want to say hello, we take it all. Uh, my do right. Oh, and I'm so. saying something wrong. Okay. Yeah. Your do right. Uh, my do right. Uh, after listening to the podcast, okay. retrospect. Was it something um, I said or you no, said? No, I, I oh. messed up. Okay, okay. So, so and this was before, I don't think my brother Manny has listened to that episode yet because he would have chewed me out. But when you told me that someone hung themselves in this room. Yes. I was kind of shaking in my boots and I said, and I did my math. I said that the beams were 12 feet apart. Okay. And because my brother's into construction and I should know better, mm-hmm. beams are actually not 12 feet apart because that would make it the size of this room, maybe. Mm. Beam construction beams are actually 16 inches apart. So oh. that is a big no no. My bad. I heard it. As soon as I said it, I cringed and I needed to fix it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the do right. There yep. you go. And our, our AAA, our administrative assistant, Amy, she takes all the messages, <laughs> all the emails. I and do. Then- I do. She relays everything to us. So it is Women's History Month um, in celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society. And it has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 1987. We are two women. uh, Last time I checked. (laughs) (laughs) But... If you need to tell me something, Nautica, right. I am accepting to whoever you want to be. Okay, well, thank you Just so much. Just putting that out there. Thank you so much, You're Amy. welcome. Te adoro. I, I adore you. <laughs> Yo también. Um, but we were wanting to talk about the women in our life that have influenced us. So why don't, mm-hmm. why don't you start? Who has influenced you? I thought we, we could name five, but if you don't have five, that's fine. But I'm sure that there has been someone close to you, someone who made a difference in your life. Of course. You know, starting first and foremost, my mom. She She is a warrior. She's been through it all. And I think that we should all take time to really get to know our parents on a human level. Um, Because I think that now older, with age, with being married, and my mom, you know, parents have to give you advice in doses for age appropriate 
discussions, right? They're not going to start talking to you about marriage when you're 16. So just really take time to get to know your parents and see, you know, their walks of life that they've had to go through, you know, that recently in the last couple of years has been eye opening for my mom, for me and my mom's relationship. So she's absolutely, you know, at first I thought I looked up to my mom just as the type of mom that I wanted to be okay, and the type of person that I wanted to be. But there's so much more that is now just crazy to me. Like the stuff that she's lived through, the stuff she's overcome. You know, I just, you know, she's a role model. Definitely a role model. Let me ask you this, because when we're teenagers, we don't really appreciate our moms. Like we're like, oh, she's nagging us or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know you've always loved your mom, but when did you kind of like really feel fall in love with your mom like she is the most amazing woman on this planet at what age i want to say late 20s okay once i was married and was opening up to her for other reasons you know being a parent and advice that way just it it was a whole nother level okay a whole nother level and you know i think that we need to be the ones to initiate it as kids, because they've tried so much throughout our lives to to be that friend, the confidant, you know, but we always just like, oh, my friends will know better. Our friends do not. <laughs> Odds are, you know, our friends are just as confused as we are, that unless is true. unless they've started their chapter a lot earlier than we have, mm-hmm. because we all have those friends that got married super early or, you know, friends who are still single right now or have had several relationships. So always, you know, now looking back, you want to choose who you talk to, who you vent to, who you ask for advice true. from. Uh, just make sure that they've been through it, because if not, they're just it's the blind leading the blind. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Another person. OK is my tia Chapis. Her name is Irma, but we call her tia Chapis. And, you know, she's also a trooper on a whole other level. Like she took on parenting my, you know, her siblings and, you know, taking that responsibility and having to make some tough choices. And she's the rock, I think, of my mom's side of the family. It's she's just she knows what to do. If she doesn't, she figures it out. Like she's just a person everyone goes to. And she's just this petite lady that, you know, we all grew up wanting to be taller than her because she was so small. And that was our goal. It's like, once you're taller than her, you're good. <laughs> like you have reached a level of height that will function for everyone. So how tall but is she? Like 4'11", 5'2". Maybe like 4'10". Ooh. Who knows? Okay. Um, she's she's tiny. And I feel like with age, she shrunk. Uh-huh. So we always give her crap. They say know? that that happens. Like when you get older, you do shrink. So she, she might be so minute that you could put mm-hmm. her in your pocket. Yeah, I'll, I'll put her in my pocket if I could. Um, and of course, you know, there's other friends, you know, that have inspired me. I have friends who are single moms that have just, I'm like, I don't even know how you do it. I have friends who have beat cancer, you know, that is just, it's inspiring to me. It's really hard for me to find women who inspired me. And I know that sounds horrible to say, I don't know. But when you asked me that last week, I was like, I don't know if I have five women that have really inspired me to do anything, right? Okay. And I think it came from growing up as a tomboy. I didn't grow up reading magazines of beauty and, you know, fitness or whatever. For me, it was all sports and construction and and just boy things that really, really attracted me. Subject for me to think back on. So you were mostly around boys. That's Mm -hmm. why. Okay. I see. Yeah. I just sports, anything outdoors, fighting. (laughs) Okay. So when we come to November, Mm -hmm. which is, I guess, the month for men, Movember, then we'll we'll talk about all the men in our life. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I'll I'll start the movement and grow my mustache or something. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, it's looking kind of big right there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> No, no, no. Laser um, appointments have been canceled. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, on a side note, I've been I, dying to get my armpits lasered because yeah, yeah. I, I just I just want to be uh, nice and clean for the summer. That's all. I thought you were going for the Chewbacca look. Uh, hells no. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, let's do you have- see. I do. I actually have five um, in no particular order, most important to least or nothing. But I would say first is my mom, um, her resilience and everything that she's gone through in life. You know, I, I used to think that my mom was a weak duckling, but she really is internally. She's very valiant. She's very strong. And for my mom to be 71 years young and to still be living and telling me her stories of everything that she went through, I just, I admire that. And I also didn't fall, like, I always loved my mom, but um, I really kind of fell in love with my mom. I would say probably... I would think I was about 20 years old and I I just I was kind of a a lost teenager in a way what I mean about lost is is emotionally I was lost because I I had a lot of blame um and so she kind of helped me break through that and so she is one of them and I love my mom um as we've gotten older her and I uh we have a a much better relationship I I really appreciate kind of los consejos uh, advice Mm -hmm. that she's given me so um she's one of them um my second one would probably be one of my besties uh her name is Pia and uh she has been through so much she's been a cancer survivor many times and she's she is a, a an amazing amazing mom she's hardworking. she is an amazing daughter she's an amazing sister and uh, she's an amazing friend because she doesn't judge me she's always very supportive and even sometimes like if I write something if someone really pissed me off and I I kind of like throw something on social media she'll call me or she'll text me and be like who the fuck do we have to fight tonight <laughs> You know, how and, many shovels do we need? <laughs> and yes, you know, and I, and I love that. And mm-hmm. and sometimes she'll call me and, you know, she may have, be having a, a bad day and I just listen or I do the same thing and I go, Pia, I just need you to listen. <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, okay. So I love friends like that. Yeah. My third one would be actually um, Shirley Strawberry from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Strawberry Letter Shirley? Yes, Strawberry Letter <laughs> Shirley. And I'll tell you why. Uh, before I worked with her, I, I was always a fan and, and, and I knew her while I was dating my husband. But it wasn't until I started working with her at the beat that I saw things that she would do. She was kind of my big sister I looked up to. I learned a lot about radio with her because she was quick to say no to things that she didn't like or things that she didn't approve of or things that she didn't want to do. And I felt that when I first started in radio, I had to do everything. Like I had to say yes to every gig and I had to say yes to this. And sometimes I felt like, coño, I don't have enough time to do all these things. Like I got to be at three places at one time. How am I going to balance that? Mm -hmm. And she would always tell me, you know, it's okay to say no. You know, don't be a slave to the dollar. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say no. If you don't want to do that gig, say no, thank you. I, respectfully, no, thank you. And I would go, no, but they're not going to hire me again. You know, so that was one thing I admire about her. She taught me a lot about the, the inside game of radio. And then the other thing why uh, I also looked up to her is because, so you know how I always tease you about how I'm going to womify you? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, she's the one who womified me. Thank you, Pia. <laughs> no, that's Shirley. Strawberry. Oh, sorry. Shirley. <laughs> Damn it. 
I'm not listening. Now I'm the one not listening. Yeah, I'm not checking listening. out. <laughs> so she she would always come in uh, when we were all on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Her nails were always done. Her lipstick was flawless. Her eyelashes, her her eyeliner. And I would go, damn, how does this woman, like, what time does she get up yeah. to get put up every single day? And that was always in her nature because her mother taught her that. You know, you got to look good. You got to look presentable. You Like, you got to dress like either you're going on an interview every single day or you're going to church every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she would, you know, she would kind of throw in hints of like, you know, maybe you should try some bling earrings or or maybe a different color nail polish. It's all about trying. And I used to be so set in my ways. I always felt womified, but she took it to a different level. Mm-hmm. She, she kind of helped me experiment with, you know, different kinds of styles of earrings and nail polish and mascaras and just stuff that women do. I would look at her and I would go, Gosh, I love her style. I love her bags. I love the way she just talks and walks and presents herself. And it was always very classy. And I love that. So I thank her for that. So Um, she's responsible for your three drawers of makeup and makeup counter bathroom. Shirley Strawberry is, yes, she is responsible for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My next one is someone that you probably know, Celia Cruz. Oh, I yes. am a big Celia Cruz fan. Since I was a little girl, I loved her song. It was called A Papa. And it was um, a song she did with Willy Colon. And she was the woman who, believe it or not, made me love being Latina. And I admire her story. The fact that she left from Cuba to build a career with her husband, Pedro Knight. And um, she, she left her family to fulfill her dreams. And that came with the cost. Um, I don't know if every, anyone has ever seen the PBS special about her life, but you definitely should. And I admired uh, the fact that um, she went through so much to become who she is. And she never had children, but she adopted so many people um, in the industry to be her godchildren. Like yeah. like La India, that's one mm-hmm. of her godchildren. And so she's, she's one on my list. And then the last one, last but not least, um, Oprah Winfrey. Hello. Oprah Winfrey started at a very, very small radio station in Nashville. It was, it was a WVOL. And when I saw her on TV, I didn't know her background. I mean, we all know Oprah. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, you got a car, you got a car, you get a car. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, but I didn't know her background. I didn't know where she started. She started at a really small radio station. And then she she worked at the local TV station. And then she, she moved her way up. And now she's, you know, she has built an empire. But I, I love the fact that Oprah took her broadcasting skills to a whole different kind of level. Like, I would always watch the Oprah Winfrey show and I would go, oh, I like how she asked that question. Oh, I like how she maneuvered that. Or I like how she responded to that. And so she was kind of, her and Barbara Walters were always kind of like... (laughs) Barbara Walters. I know. (laughs) Barbara Walters. Well, Diane Sawyer, too. I mean, these are the OGs of broadcasting, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always kind of emulated that in a way of, of... okay, this is kind of the the broadcaster I want to be or the journalist or the way I'm going to ask my questions and not be so raunchy. You know what I mean? I never wanted to be, and no disrespect on the Wendy Williams tip, Mm -hmm. how she was before when she first started in radio. Um, I wanted to earn my respect. It was important to me. And my old boss used to go, you know, you're like the Latina Oprah Winfrey. And I would would go, oh, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, I wasn't trying to be here, but I was, you know, you, you there's always someone in the business that you work in that you look up to. Mm-hmm. Everybody has someone that they admire or um, that they want to be or they strive to be close to that, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, so though, yeah, those were my top five. My mom, my friend Pia, Shirley Strawberry from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Seiya Cruz, and Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Those are big ones. And if I had to throw a sixth one in there, mm-hmm. it would probably be my my abuela, my uh, my grandmother Marina. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know my real grandmother, uh, Dioselina, but her sister, it's a long story, mm-hmm. her sister became my grandmother. You know, she raised a lot of kids. She went through some hard times, but she wasn't the perfect she wasn't the perfect grandmother or the mm-hmm. perfect mom or the perfect wife. But what I did love about her is that she loved with all her heart and she tried to accept you for who you are and the way you are. So she she would be my bonus. That that's my bonus yeah. of the of the top 5. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of uh, situations I guess my sister-in-law being one of them Anastasia. You know, I she holds a special place for me because you know she's here and we're her family there's not an additional support system okay for her you know so she's also i think that's very tough tough or strong i should say of her to you know hold it down and really succeed and persevere and she sets goals for herself and you know she moves how she needs to move to get stuff done so that's that's really inspiring you know talking about like the illnesses and stuff my sister she's also super tough uh, it's just i I guess I have a lot of strong women around me. Yes. I was just thinking more like someone, like you said, someone you look up to that you want to be. I didn't grow up having those role models except for my aunts and my mom. You know, as you know, on a level playing field, like people who we associate with, you, you know, you'll make the list. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And, you know, I, I'm opening up more to having more relationships with women. Okay, that's good. You know, so that I think is, is kind of tough letting people in, but I find that really we're the only ones that are going to understand each other. I agree with you on that sort. I, I have to say at a certain level, I'm with you because Mm -hmm. I like to hang out with guys more than I like to hang out with women. But I will say this. I have very few friends, female friends. Mm -hmm. If you look at my phone, there would be like 700 male phone numbers in there and about 20 females. I guess it's because... And this goes back to high school because of jealousy. Mm-hmm. And I, I never felt that women supported women. I think it's a different ballpark now. Of course. Um, but I always felt that with my friendships with the women that I do have now, it's either one, they're like me and they think like me, or two, they really persuaded me to be friends with them. And that takes a lot. And mm-hmm. I have to see that you're genuine and that you're truthful and that there isn't a catch-22 somewhere in this friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I, I mentioned Shirley and Pia. But I'm with you on that. You know what it is, too, is I think there's a comfort zone with guys. You could really be yourself. But with women, it's kind of like, oh. And I think that also that makes me a hard personality to swallow with women. Like you said, it's that she's being arrogant or she's being, but I'm not. I'm just because I most of my friends were guys or I always played sports with guys or all my activities are quote unquote guy activities. Not that to say women can't do these activities. Obviously, I do them. Mm -hmm. But I just never found friends that could really relate girlfriends 
that could really relate. And the group of friends, like you said, the small group of friends, I only have, you know, enough fingers and have some left over. (laughs) Now I'm not even counting toes, like fingers. They've stuck around because of, like you said, that perseverance of engagement. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that although we don't talk often, it's just that picking up right where you left off. Yes. Or also just randomly that touching base of, hey, just testing the waters. How's it going over there? Good. Yes, we're good. All right. You know, it's those type of things that speak a lot to me. Not, hey, you know, we're all going here. You know, what do you want to do? You want to go shopping together? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll do it. But those aren't the things that stand out for me. Because like you said, they're reaching out for a purpose. Of course. You know, it's not, let's hang out. Let's have coffee. Let's touch base on on what you're doing. And with guys, I think there was no need for me. I felt like I didn't have to impress anybody. Yeah. And with women, whether we like it or not, you know, we always feel like I have to be on that same level. Like if I'm at a table full of three women, there's three women, I'm the fourth and everybody's got their shit together. How am I supposed to be like, hey, guys, I need to order a round of shots because... My freaking, what is it? What is that? There was a funny quote that said, some people have ducks in a row, but I have squirrels at a rave. Like, that's how I feel my life is. Like, my shit's all over the place. And, you know, and you just feel like, oh, that's that's not open for dialogue right now because everyone's just being so positive. But my group of friends, you could just throw it in. It doesn't matter how good of a day they're having. If you're having a shitty day, say it. We would need a round of shots. Okay, I'll get the bottle. (laughs) That's what we're trying to build. Yes. That's one of the goals for us. It's that community of of support. And, you know, I think it's it'll be good for us. And, you know, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy what we have to say. And if you don't, tell us what you do want us to say and We'll take it into consideration. Into consideration. <laughs> and that was my AAA speaking, my administrative assistant, yes. Amy. <laughs> I'll try to change my voice next time I kick into that character. I'll work. I'll work on a different voice, tone of voice. 